This is Sharing Life with Russ and Jordan. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> You're not going to say good morning? Nope. Why not? Because it's not morning. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere it is. Somewhere it is. Okay. Well, hello. Hello. Right. So catch up to last week. We just talked about moving to Poland and our experience there and being on our own and having to fight through things ourselves and work through things ourselves and how good that was for us. And if you want to hear more on that, you can go back and listen to our episode from last week. So we come back from from Poland. We moved back to the Northwest. And I don't remember, did we stay with my parents for that couple months? I think we stayed with your parents and you had gone back to Wafer Tech. Mm -hmm. So we came back in May so you worked away for check May June July mm-hmm. and then we moved to Tennessee to Nashville with the intention that you were going to do a graduate program yeah a master's program and the intention when we were moving down your major when you were in college was psychology yeah my undergraduate degree yeah so the intention well you can't really do a whole lot with an undergrad in psychology Not so. and get paid for it Oh, the lessons you learn. The lessons you learn. (laughs) So the intention was that we were going to move back. You were going to do your master's in psychology and go from there, whatever it was in that realm. Yeah, it was just that tension of, okay, I've been out of school a year, and now I invested all this money in this degree that I cannot use to earn a living. Mm -hmm. So what is the logical next step? Well, that was pursue a master's and then like the counseling profession, and then you get your hours and licensure and all of that. That's what we decided to do. Yeah. And that would be, I mean, essentially between your master's and then your hours and getting your license, I think another three, four years. Probably four. But that was the intention was we were going to move to Nashville. You were going to do your master's in psychology so that you could pursue that. Mm -hmm. And that's not at all what happened. That is not (laughs) the direction we went in in life. Correct. I remember you going down to the office or going down to the school to file all the paperwork and enroll and you coming home and that didn't happen. You weren't enrolled. So tell us a little bit about what happened there. Hmm. So what I remember is that we had moved back and got settled in an apartment and very shortly thereafter, it was like the day before classes were to begin. So it was the final day for me to complete my registration. And I had worked you know, remotely with the lady in that office throughout the summer to be able to get into the program last minute. And I remember going to the office again the day before everything was to begin and meeting with her and then, you know, yep, we just need your signature here and here. And I remember picking up the pen and, you know, bending over the desk to sign and like millimeters before pen hit paper. To me, it felt like this audible voice said, stop. So I did. And I was like, this is weird. Let me just check in, like what's happening. And I go to sign again and I hear the same thing, like stop, 
don't sign this. This is not for you. And it felt like it was hours, maybe, that I was in this pause moment. And she, of course, is across the desk and just waiting for me to sign. And I remember sitting back, putting the pen down and looking at her and saying, I know this is going to sound absolutely insane, but I can't sign this. And I'm not supposed to be doing this program. And she was speechless. And I just remember getting up and walking out. Yeah. You got home after that. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember having any kind of conversation. So you may remember that part. But the next thing, because I'm such an analytical person, is like, well, this was the plan to come here for this. And now that's not what we're doing. So I guess I get to get a job and contribute to the household income while I figure out what it is that I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Do you have any recollection of that evening or that time? I don't know if it was that evening or exactly when, but I just remember you saying, I couldn't do it. Okay, why? Is it a money thing? Was it a program thing? Was it, you know, me trying to break down what the barrier was? And you didn't really have an answer, except it just didn't feel right. Yeah. Oh, please note that... Only in the last few years have I been comfortable enough to share that I literally felt since an audible voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not something back in the day you would say to people, no. at least not in America. It's just not, no. not okay. I just remember you saying that didn't feel right. You weren't going to do it. Like, okay, well, we moved here for this and we're just going to roll with it. We're going to make the best of it. Mm -hmm. But that was such a huge departure from the plan. That's kind of how our, our journey has been so far is a roller coaster. We think we're going to do one thing. We wind up doing something different. We go somewhere that we've never been. Yeah, because this was your first time to live in Nashville. Mm -hmm. So it was very interesting. Um, so I remember we just like, well, okay. Uh, well, let's work and let's make what we need to make to pay for a living. And I remember, is it October or November? I remember we had gone to church with my parents and we were in their Sunday school class. Mm -hmm. And two of the ladies were part of the education department at Treveca. And they were asking me, oh, you know, it's great to have you guys back. Like, what are you doing here? And I told them, well, I thought it was for psychology, but I felt very strongly, you know, that I wasn't to go forward in that. So I'm honestly not sure. And both of them, I remember, said, well, have you thought about teaching? Have you thought about education? And instantly I was, no, I will never teach. No. Like I was adamant. No, no way would I ever teach. That is not who I am. And from there, that's all I could think about. And so in December, I remember reapproaching one of the ladies who at the time was the dean of education at Trevecca and saying, okay, I think you're right. I get to pursue, you know, this. What does this look like? And she had sat down and we looked at my um, undergraduate coursework. And in the state of Tennessee, it just so happened, I had enough credits in science that as long as I was in a master's program for, for teaching and I took the licensures in the state of Tennessee, I qualified to be a high school science teacher. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, okay, then let's do that. Um, and then in the state of Tennessee, once you pass your exams and you're in a 
master's program, even if your undergraduate is not in education, you can get what they call an apprentice licensure. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, that's great. I'll be able to get a job then in the fall. And so instead of being four years to actually earning an income, right, now then it's just another six months and okay, like this logical me is like, yeah, this math works. Okay, I'm liking this. <laughs> so that was the route that I went down and the program was designed for people who were educators, you know, and working Monday through Friday. And so I was able to still hold jobs and work mm-hmm. and earn, you know, income for what we needed and still complete this program as well. Um, so it just was a win all the way around. Um, at least that's for me, you know, my experience, what it felt like and seemed like at the time, like just so perfectly as it was meant to be. Yeah. I'm trying to, to put the timeline together in my brain because we didn't even live in Nashville for a full year before we moved. No. Okay. So, so then, and you can fill in anything in the meantime that you want, but so the program began in January and then I took exams, got an apprentice licensure in May, early June. And I remember then in the summertime watching for job postings and opportunities within the Metro school system and going to several interviews, like having phenomenal interviews. And the other thing I want to just let the audience know is secondary level, high school level, science teachers are rare because typically if you're qualified to teach high school level science, you're actually in the science field working. (laughs) You don't teach it. Um, And so everyone was like, Jordan, this will be perfect. You will have no problem getting a job at all in, in Nashville. And I was like, great, perfect. This is definitely what I need. So I had great interviews. Things went well. I had no callbacks. And I don't know if you remember that, but we went through the month of June, no callbacks. Went through the month, almost the the early July, no Mm -hmm. callbacks. And then in Nashville, school really starts, you know, August. Here we are right back at it. And so I just could not understand, like, what was going on. Like, oh, it was so weird. And in July, one of my professors happened to ask me, well, how is it going? And I shared with her. She said, hmm, well, you know, Jordan, I have a former student of mine who is now a principal and he needs a high school science teacher. Would you be open to connecting with him? To which point I said, yes, (laughs) very open to connecting with him. And so I think she gave me his email or did an email introduction. And at the time it was a Skype call. So we go again way back in the day, y'all. Because how many years would it have been? 2000. This would have been yeah. summer of 2010. Yeah. yeah. So Skype. So, okay. So great. So I set it up. We got the time. Think nothing of it. I remember you were at work that day mm-hmm. and I had my Skype call with him. It went tremendously well. He was like, no, I think you're going to be the perfect fit. You're exactly who we're looking for. I want to seriously consider you as a candidate, but I'm going to want to also talk with you and your husband together what's your schedule like tomorrow? Okay. So we look at that and he goes, okay. In all of that conversation, because I thought, well, how odd, you know, never were you asked to ever come in for any other, you know, interviews. And the, so come to find out the reason why is because it 
was not within the United States of America. Oh, interesting. I said, hmm, okay. So we hang up the Skype call and I'm just playing it cool. And I remember I called you at work mm-hmm. and I, and you pick up the phone and I was like, Hey babe, I have great, this is my side of it. So you can tell yeah, your side yeah. of it. But I was like, Hey babe, I have great news. I got a job offer. And you're like, yeah, great. Congratulations. I'm like, yeah. And it's in Singapore. And it felt like dead silence on the line for I don't even know how long. And finally, I hear you go, yeah, oh, well, okay. (laughs) And that's all I remember until that evening you get back and then we talk more about it. But that's what I recall. So what was it like for you? What do you remember about that conversation? I remember that call really clearly. Okay. Because I remember you calling and like, hey, I got to take this step out. Got a job offer in my mind because you had just interviewed with a middle school that was right near our apartment, like 10 minutes not even from our apartment at the time. And it had gone, that interview had gone like gangbusters. Mm -hmm. They were over the moon, but we never actually heard anything about it. So this interview that you had with Matt, I was unaware. I did not know. So when you called and you're like, hey, I got a job offer. Like, oh, great. Is it at, you know, whatever middle school? And yeah, your response is, no, actually it's in Singapore. And my brain trying to spin a globe in my mind of, I know the name, I've heard it. Globe is just spinning. Like, I know it's Southeast Asia somewhere. I don't know exactly where. I could probably find it if I had a map in front of me. I can't do it without looking at a map. Oh, Singapore. Cool. <laughs> and that was that was kind of it. Yeah. And, and then the next day we both met with Matt. Mm-hmm. I remember that going really well. And I remember him saying, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to formally offer you the job. And school starts on August whatever. And we'd like you here if possible a few days before. Well, at that point in time, I think we had only three weeks Mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah, I think so. To make all of this happen. Now, granted, we had an apartment still with a lease on it. We had vehicles. (laughs) We had a full apartment of, of items. You know, we had jobs. So that was crazy. But I remember then that night laying in bed mm-hmm. and I think you had asked. Yeah. Yeah. So you said. Yeah. So we talked it over like, well, yeah, I'm down to go. I am down for this. You said the same thing. And that was it. We didn't really talk any more about it. And then no. we're laying in bed that night. And like I re- so vividly remember this whole thing because we're laying in bed and and so the light from like the the front of the apartment complex is kind of lighting up our our room a little bit laying looking at the ceiling just going babe are we really going to move to singapore and your response was yeah i think so okay cool <laughs> and that was like the most discussion that we've really had about the whole process. I'm like, I think this sounds great. My time meeting Matt, who would be your boss, this guy is awesome. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Like, I will do whatever I need for him. Yep. Whatever. At the time, too, we're going to move to Singapore. Okay. Well, what am I going to do? You need a janitor? I'll be the janitor. I'll be a maintenance man. I'll do whatever, whatever you need. I have no idea what I'm going to do. So I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, that was that was my experience with it was I'm down for it. You're like, I'm down for it. Okay, cool. Let's move to Singapore. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so the next three weeks, we had two weeks. We gave our notices mm-hmm. at work. Um, we sold almost everything we mm-hmm. could sell, got rid of everything else, any keepsakes and stuff we left with my parents. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to go back to the Northwest and spend a week in the Northwest yeah. with your family. And then from there, we went on to Singapore. And so in that time, I think, you know, the theme of this episode is you know, trust your gut, (laughs) trust your gut. And it just so happens, right, is the next theme of our life. Because as soon as we said yes to Singapore, what seemed from the outside looking in impossible, everything was possible. So our lease, the manager at our apartment complex was able to find someone who was willing to take over our lease. So we had no fees and penalties. Um, We were able to locate someone to buy your car. Mm -hmm. Then the next week, because the school supports in in finding housing, Mm -hmm. but again, we're talking a three-week turnaround that's really unheard of. And what happened was, I think two days after we had said yes, a couple came into the school in Singapore, found Matt and said, we felt like we just needed to stop in today and that there is a family coming who needs a place to stay for the year. Mm-hmm. And he was like, actually, yes, they're arriving in two and a half weeks. Okay, well, they can stay at our house. Mm-hmm. So again, just insane how everything takes care of itself. Like when you, at least this is my experience, when you're in the flow of life and you trust yourself, what comes up inside and you're open, really everything works out. It may not be anything that you plan, anything that you expect, but it all works together. Yeah. That was such a ridiculous few weeks. I remember walking into work, giving my notice, and I didn't even have to say anything to my boss. Like I walked in and he goes, you quit. I get it. He had no idea what, why, he just knew. Like I walked in, said good morning, all that, and he just looked at me and goes, okay, you're leaving. I do remember my dad and my brother well, they were in Alaska they were in at the Alaska. time, and we really wanted to tell your parents at the same time, mm-hmm. so we delayed telling your parents yeah, <laughs> until your dad got home. Well, we sat on that for maybe a week, Yeah, waiting for dad to get home, and then dad got delayed, I think a flight somewhere, and when I called mom thinking dad was going to be home. Actually, a couple of my friends were over at mom's house visiting, which was hilarious. But again, how perfectly timed. Yeah, having some of my friends be there. Yeah, so she wasn't alone. So, good news. We're coming to see you. We're coming to visit. We're going to come visit for a week. (laughs) Caught that, mom did, of like, okay, but you're not going to go back to Nashville, are you? No, we're not. She's like, so where are you going to? We're, We're going to move to Singapore. And again, just dead silence, nothing. Singapore! And just so funny how everything lined up, how everything worked out when you're in the flow and things just work. You know, and if you think about it, looking back in hindsight, I mean, had we never logically 
said, yeah, okay, like get to make this less than ideal adult decision to pursue more education because just what had made sense at the time. So, okay, we'll commit to that. Let's pack up. Let's move back to Nashville. Let's get you in a graduate program. And so because of that, had I not, you know, listened to what came up for me in that dining process and as absurd as it would seem to the outside world, but just knowing that, no, like I, this is not for me. Like I felt it inside, Mm -hmm. like, no, okay. All right. It's going to be fine. Like I have no idea what's coming, but it's going to be fine. And then trusting and releasing, just allowing, surrendering, then Three months later, thought about teaching. Oh, I'll never teach. Hmm. Now that's all I can think about. Okay, interesting. So again, just being in that flow, taking steps to find work, it going great, but having no callbacks. Hmm, it's not interesting just because what if this is exactly what was meant to happen all along? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to think about. Yeah, logically or mathematically, it doesn't quite equate, but yet it's been better than we ever could have created ourselves. Oh, yeah. I think about that all the time, especially big moves that we've made and things like that. It's intuitive. Mm -hmm. It it does not make logical sense Mm -hmm. to do some of the things that we've done. It doesn't. Yeah, no, it does. It's crazy that we've done some of the things that we've done and just trusting ourselves, trusting that intuition that, well, I got you. What's the worst that's going to happen? We haven't found out yet, but Mm -hmm. we're going to go into this together and figure it out. The most check-in that we've, in a moment like that, that we needed was, am I crazy or are we really going to do this? Yeah, did I dream this or did that really happen? He really is real and he said, yeah, we want you and we're going. Yeah. Yeah, no, that really happened, babe. It wasn't a dream. Okay, Okay. cool. Well, let's go. (laughs) Just had to check, yeah. Having that experience, having that happen, reinforced when it's right It just happens. We don't have to force it. We don't have to make it happen. We don't have to logic it. We don't have to work the numbers to finagle it. It's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. And again, it might not be exactly what we thought we were doing and what we had in mind originally, but it's going to be, and it's going to be just fine. And just trust in that experience and in our guts that we're going to be all right. So we had three weeks between you getting a job offer and the day we got on a plane to move to Singapore. And that's just a little bit batty. (laughs) But it's what happened. That's also the year that we missed our anniversary because we went. We flew through it. We. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) y'all. Give me a drum roll there. But because, well, we went over the the dateline. I know. But yes. Yeah, we, we get we, to introduce the audience to my punniness. Oh my goodness, y'all! <laughs> that one just came. It just came. <laughs> That's how they usually do. I know. Yeah, we'll get into our move to Singapore and and that experience and all that maybe a little bit down the line. But that came to me this week of we're talking through life and sharing life and sharing stories. The thing that has been so profound to me is what happens when we just trust ourselves like we trust our intuition we trust that initial gut reaction and headlong into that situation Mm -hmm. you know and for me whenever we've done that like going to israel going to poland moving to nashville then going to singapore i've never had any 
angst over it. Mm -mm. Like always, there's just this tremendous peace. Like, Mm -hmm. well, of course, like, of course. It's that, you know, it's that, well, of course, this is it, of course. It's so natural, so easy. Yeah, just so grounded and Mm -hmm. certain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the the same feeling, the same sense. Because again, we can try and logic our way through everything and crunch the numbers and it doesn't make sense. And so we scare ourselves and we back down. But when we just take that leap, it works. And when you say we, is that literally you and me? That's, or been, is that that's the been literally universe? you and me. Okay. That's been literally you and me, but... You mean a, people in general? A lot of people might find that to be true. If you got that feeling, you have that... This might sound crazy, but I want to do this. And you chase it down. How often does it work? And again, not exactly as we expected to, not ex- exactly how we hoped it might be, but did you die? <laughs> but did you die? But did you die? We'll get into that later too. <laughs> All sorts of good stuff. So that was, that just came to me early in the week. And it's so funny because as we were talking about it before, that was kind of what was on your mind as well. Yeah. In the timeline of our life and sharing, yeah, that next piece is this, like this move to Nashville. And then, oh, isn't that interesting? Like the lessons that we got to learn or the gifts we got to collect, maybe not recognizing them in the moment, certainly, but now as we reflect gathering them, Like the gift of trusting, at least for me, like trusting my gut and what it tells me. The gift of being open and curious of like, well, I thought this was the plan, but now it's not. And well, what if it's not wrong? What is in here for me? What are options and possibilities? And then again, just trusting that gut again, because initially like, no, I will never teach. But then that's all I can think about. And like, that's unusual. That's not normal. So trusting that. Mm-hmm. and taking that step. So that led to just this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, as you said, intuition and, and things. Also, the other thing, and I think that's something interesting, and I don't know how you want to lay this in. Typically, you and I, when there is something we are to be up to in life, we each sense that and come to that. And then one of us will say it out loud and the other gets to say, me too. I was just thinking that exact same thing. And that was us this week because Mm -hmm. I was asking you, hey, what are you feeling you would like us to talk about today? And you were saying, oh, trust your gut. And, you know, the next time I was like, no way, because I've been thinking about that all week too. Okay, it's definitely what we get to talk about. (laughs) So... Yeah, that's something else, how I think we know a good check and balance in our own relationship. You know, if we're both sensing something, mm-hmm. no, that means something, yeah. right? So, yeah. Yeah, there have definitely been some of those feelings one way or the other that we've had, that that, that gut feeling, and then you bounce it off me, and I'm like, well, yeah, duh, that just makes sense. And then there's been times that it's like, uh, I don't feel that. Mm-hmm. But the times that it's, well, yeah, let's do that. Let's pursue that has been some of the easiest choices that we've ever had to make. Yeah. And not that they weren't, there weren't challenges, but like you say, the ease, the flow, Mm -hmm. like even when it got challenging, it was manageable or doable or just worked. Mm -hmm. The decision itself was the easiest. The experience was wonderful, was terrible, was all of the everything, Mm -hmm. but it was all easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was all with ease. Mm -hmm. 
that makes sense. Yeah, just that flow. Mm-hmm. That was what I wanted to talk about today, just the old gut check. Mm. Feel good? Feel good. Let's go. <laughs> That's all I had. Okay, well, love you. Bye. Love you, bye. Hopefully you did as well. Come hang out with us next time.